Good morning and welcome to the BSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Minor. It's Friday the 9th of June. And uh, as you know, my analysts are away this week and so I'm actually recording this with a very special guest who runs a very special business. And I always say that if Carlsberg did junior mining, this would be what they did. Central Asia Metals, and I'm pleased to say I've got Nigel Robinson, the CEO of Central Asia Metals, with you. Hi, Nigel, how are you? Yeah, I'm great, thanks, Andrew. Good morning. Very good. Uh, Now, look, the whole mining sector is is under a lot of pressure at the moment. And obviously, you know, unfortunately, the camel, as you're known, share price is too, hovering around sort of the 200p mark. Um, it's a bit unfair, really, because your business is going really well, isn't it? Absolutely. It's a bit disappointing, you have to say, Andrew. We announced results at the end of March. Very good numbers. Very good uh, EBITDA margins. Very good cash flow numbers. Strong dividend, 20 pence for the year. So our dividend yield at the moment is probably hovering around the 10% mark. Um, which which is absolutely ludicrous, isn't it? Well, it feels that way to us, and I would say that, wouldn't I? But uh, I think the markets are a little bit depressed. Uh, we're still performing well as a business. We've got uh, various projects, as you know, at SASA to change the mining method to improve the mine, and they're going really well. Uh, our performance in terms of production so far this year is on track for our full year guidance. Uh, our cost base is, is, is similar to what it has been. Obviously, we're suffering from inflationary effects like everybody else across the world. But um, the business is very similar to what we announced at the end of March. But um, Obviously, metal prices have come off a little bit. I think zinc is down in particular year on year. Um, there's, there's, there's quite a, a, a supply-demand issue, I suppose, on the zinc market, but I can see that turning around. Uh, and likewise, copper. I think copper's a wee bit depressed at the moment, but the story for copper remains the same, longer term, medium term, whatever term we're talking about. And, and most people still remain very bullish about the copper market, and, and we do too. So we think things will turn around. But, but also, it's not about one year's performance. To be honest. If you look back no. 10 years, your track record over 10 years is really quite phenomenal. You just kept doing it better and better and better. You're now de-geared, your net cash, you know, creating pretty good profits. It doesn't really matter whether they're a little bit up or down. That depends a little bit on commodity prices and things. Um, you know, the market is being pretty harsh for a company that's clearly got an incredible track record. Absolutely. And you look back historically, as you rightly say, Andrew, we've got a very good track record of paying money back to shareholders, uh, paying off our debt, which we did last year in August for the money that we raised when we acquired SASA over five years ago. Uh, so we have no debt now, we are paying good dividends, and we've got two very strong cash-flowing assets in uh, Sasa in North Macedonia and Kunrad in, in Kazakhstan, obviously, producing the base metals that everybody needs for the future. So we're, we're bullish, we're confident about the future, we know things will turn around in the markets and people will appreciate that these metals are required uh, in, in numbers in the future, and we're producing them at low costs, so uh, we're, we're confident for the future. So you're sitting in this strong position, You've actually alluded to the fact that you do look for acquisitions. I think one of your statements, yeah, you said you'd you even mentioned how many you'd looked at and sieved through and all that sort of thing. I can't remember the number. So it was a pretty big number probably, and that's the ones that actually get to your table. Um, so, I mean, what, what is holding, what do you find is the biggest impairment for making an acquisition? What is it? Is it valuation? Is it they're too big? Is it that the good assets are too expensive, the bad assets are always cheap? I mean, what... What is preventing it? And, you know, or will we maybe, you know, walk in on Monday morning and finding actually just the most amazing acquisition? Um, well, one would like to think so, but I mean, it's difficult, as you know, I think, Andrew, you're in that game in terms of looking for the right opportunity, the right country, uh, the right stage of development, the way it's been engineered. So we do look at lots uh, of opportunities. I think we are in a strong position to acquire something. Uh, um, you know, currently we are looking at 
opportunities. And with the market being depressed, one would hope that the valuations come down. But uh, in the key metals that we're talking about here, base metals, zinc and copper in particular, in particular, sorry, should I say, um, people still expect a good valuation on those assets. So I think there's a dearth of those assets, which ultimately will feed through to the price, undoubtedly. Um, and we're, we're confident we will get something in the near future that's going to add to the business. Because we do recognise that uh, you know our assets are finite. We are we are uh, eating into the lives of those assets, but they've still got relatively long lives. Let's not forget, Coonrad has still got out to 2034, so that's another 11 years, and Sasu's out to 2039, so that's another 16 years. So long life assets, good cash flowing assets, but it is important that we try and find something else to grow the business, and we are looking with quite a bit of diligence to actually get that right asset. But but it's, it's not easy, and there's a lot of factors you have to take into consideration, not least of which nowadays with the market requirements is sustainability aspects, ESG aspects of where you're operating and how you're operating and the, the implications of that. And I mean, your financial position, you, you can actually do quite a big acquisition without necessarily having to even issue paper, so people shouldn't be worrying about that. No, and, and we clearly would use. We haven't got the most efficient balance sheet at the moment, I think it's fair to say. We've paid mm. off all the debt, and so we have no debt on the balance sheet. That is a strength and, in some ways, a weakness. Uh, we view it as a strength at the moment because we believe our banks would support us in the next transaction. So I think we've got quite a bit of firepower that we could use in the future for the right acquisition to make sure that we do get the right acquisition. And as you say, you're, you're, at the moment you're in copper, lead, zinc. Clearly targets you'd like to continue with. Copper is a classic transitional energy metal i think we all know that and it's it's one of the big ones obviously but you know how about some of the quirky little ones you must see a few opportunities do, there actually. yeah we do but we, i think we have i've said this to you before in the past i think Andrew, those, our base is those base metals you know copper and zinc primarily and lead often goes with zinc as you know but some of the future facing metals the battery metals as we call them i think we've done quite a bit of research on it and recognize it's not necessarily our skill set but we'd be interested to maybe get involved with a partner uh, whereby we can use our financial strength, our track record in the city to support a business to grow into the future in what will be the future markets. So would it be fair to say, this is the five minute morning minus, so it's a very quick uh, uh, sort of podcast, but would it be yeah. fair to sum up, anybody looking at you today, look, you know, actually as a new shareholder, you can come in and buy it, you're going to get a 10% income, hopefully that'll continue, there's no reason particularly why it shouldn't, although you do have a dividend policy that, you know, yeah. but it should. You know, so even if the share price short term went down a bit, it doesn't really matter because you're getting that income in, which is, thank you very much, a very nice return. Uh, I think if everybody could get a 10% return annually, they'd be pretty happy at the moment. But actually, longer term, you know, you will do something that will probably send the share price, you know, who knows, back to your sort of highs of near a four quid before. And so it's a sort of almost, nothing is risk-free in this world, but no. your downside is very protected. It's a stock that actually you can buy, put in the back of your portfolio and not worry too much. I think you phrased it very well, and we'd like to think that as a management team, clearly. And the mining business, as everybody knows, is long-term. It's also cyclical, and at the moment we're just going through a rough period. We are obviously very close to the line in terms of share price to the metal prices. We can't do anything about that. It's a strange industry, isn't it, whereby the value of the product that you produce is determined by other people and not you as a business. But we, we've always taken that, and we've always accepted that. But we are very low cost, and therefore when the market does turn around, we're in a good position. And even though the market prices on some of the metals we produce are a little bit subdued at the moment, we're quite well protected in that regard. So we're a safe business and we think there's a good future for, for the business in terms of what we do and hopefully for some growth in the near term. Nigel, I've almost convinced myself that I just should stop this podcast and go and buy stock myself, um, you know, because it is compelling. But look, thanks for the quick chat. Uh, much appreciated. Always good to talk to you. And look, if anybody listening to this has got further questions, do uh, just uh, message me. 
and I'm sure I can help answer them. But thanks, Nigel. I much yeah. appreciate it. Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate that.